Hi everyone, JJ here. Welcome. Today I'm going to look at humanoid robots. I've done one post on my Patreon about them already. I'm going to talk about Tesla's bot and the other ones that are around. There's more than Tesla making these things, but Tesla's in the, probably the best position. We'll talk about that. How soon are they coming? What's the future? What will they be used for? Will it even happen? Is it too optimistic? So let's get into it. Now I'm sure many of us by now have seen the Tesla bot Optimus in operation, the development that it's had. Recently there's a video of it folding washing. So it's not autonomous in this video as some people thought, but the development is going on. It's going fairly rapidly, so it's good to see. Here we see humanoid robots from six different companies. Tesla's the highest profile by far, but there are other developments going on. I think it is going to happen. It's just a question of how long it takes and how long it takes to be useful and what they're going to be used for. There are other sorts of robots, of course, for single tasks or more than single tasks that aren't humanoids as well. And they've been around, you know, making cars, robot arms. It's a continuum, really. But now the focus is quite a lot on humanoid robots and Tesla being the most high profile example. I've done a post before on my Patreon about these six companies developing humanoid robots. If you want to join my Patreon and read that and many other exclusive posts and additional content, yeah, I will leave a link in the description for that. Okay, now we have this Twitter thread or X thread from Chris Camillo, who's an investor, a very different investor from me, but he has done some research. He does do quite a lot of research, dives deep, and he's been talking about humanoid robots lately, including Tesla or especially Tesla. And I thought this was a good thread. I'm going to go through it and comment on it. And I think what he has to say is valuable. He's not a value investor at all. He's a trader and he goes in big. He has lots of leverage. He's done very well over the years, over the last 10 or more years. He's just really a social arb trader, the sort of momentum. There's, he doesn't really care about price, doesn't care about valuation for the most part. He wants to be long on humanoid robots. He is invested in a humanoid robot company, as I understand it, private investment. And that's one of the robots that I showed you earlier on. He's invested in one of those companies, as I understand it, and he's looking for more investments. And he's done some research that I think is useful and it's worth going through. So number one, he says the future of labor is being reshaped before our eyes. And Elon Musk's Optimus Humanoid is poised to lead the charge. Here's how I see Tesla's humanoid bots credibly adding 10 trillion to Tesla's valuation by 2030. So that is a very optimistic outlook. 10 trillion to the value of Tesla. This is not including auto of course and energy storage so he is projecting a big outcome from here i'm not so optimistic as chris but i am optimistic that the that humanoid robots will work just my opinion here but i wouldn't be putting 10 trillion on at this point but he has reasons for it, which are interesting reasons. Chris has a YouTube channel called Dumb Money. But as I said, it's very different from my investing, but I do enjoy watching his their videos. There's three of them, and they talk about social arb trading. Sometimes there's some value to be found in their long-term value from their research. But number two, he says, facing an $8 million job gap in essential manufacturing alone, Tesla's humanoids offer a solution not a replacement for humans. Musk warns of a population collapse riskier than global warming. Our future? Optimus bots tackling the skilled labor shortage. Musk has talked about this population collapse and Chris has speculated that he's actually doing that on purpose because you can see humanoid robots coming along and saying, 
There will be a population shortage, but don't worry because these humanoids will fill the gaps where needed in jobs that humans don't really want to do. I think at first there'll be definitely factory jobs, maybe in the Tesla factory first, but we'll get into that soon. Number three, a 2021 Deloitte and the Manufacturing Institute study reports that the warehousing sector expects to experience 2.1 million unfilled jobs by 2030. Tesla's Optimus could handle repetitive high turnover and hazardous tasks to maintain the flow of goods in a strained global economy. One thing about robots is that they can work 24 hours a day or they still have to have maintenance of course but they can probably work longer and harder than humans can and you know there's been a lot of talk say with Amazon warehouses of people working they're not being paid well and being treated badly so part of this is of course you know these companies do want to replace with robots if they possibly could and we see the picture there of a a robot on a crane lifting boxes pretty easily could do that of course there are other kinds of robots that could do that that are really specific to that task which we see with amazon already but with humanoids the promise is that they can do varied tasks many different tasks not just one or two tasks now if you're getting value out of this episode so far i'd really appreciate it if you hit that like button to help the algorithms to spread it to more people because that's what we want thanks Number four, the ILO estimates 6 million new agricultural jobs are needed. Tesla's Optimus could revolutionize farming efficiency, helping secure our food future. So that's one thing that has really not talked about very much is that humanoid robots in agriculture. We see a picture here of planting robots. Planting, of course, is a problem of, of dirt and grime getting in that have to be built probably specifically to withstand, you know, being outside and doing that kind of work. But that's only one task. There are already machines that do a lot of farming, precision agriculture. Could humanoids help here? It is one possibility to think about where else in agriculture could they be used? Could it increase productivity and do jobs that humans really don't want to do? But there have been machines taking over that already. If we look at John Deere, the company, there's a lot of automation in there. It's seen as a robotics company. I know Kathy Wood has invested in John Deere and people are going, what's going on here? And if you look into John Deere, there's a lot of automation going on there and what's termed precision farming, which increases productivity. Number five, the care crisis looms as a top global risk with a need for 260 million new workers for the aging population says the WEF. Tesla's Optimus offers a beacon of hope for 24-7 dependable care in the challenging sector. This is further down the line, I think, when this will be similar to having humanoids in homes helping us out, doing tasks and caring for people. I mean, I think they'd have to be pretty good by that point for such responsibility beyond cleaning tasks and things like that if they could help out elderly people. I mean, I think that's much further down the line. But I mean, I like to think that when I'm older, there'd be a humanoid robot helping me. That would be good. And actually in the physical world, so not just AI assistants that could help out with booking things and talking to people, but actually helping out with, with household tasks. And these tasks are 24 hours a day at the moment. It can't just be one person doing them. If there's 24-hour care, there can be has to be a group of people and, you know, working in shifts of eight hours or four hours to come in and help with medication and help with cleaning or cooking or certain tasks like that. As I said, I think this is much further down the line, but you know, it is an interesting area to think about and how many robots could be in action down the road helping out with elderly care. Number six, the talent shortfall isn't just a far off future problem, it's a present crisis. Corn Ferry projects a global gap of 85 million skilled workers by 2030 
threatening 8.5 trillion in annual revenue. Humanoids like Optimus are a timely solution. Now, a lot of people are worried about AI taking jobs, automation taking jobs, but you know there is there are projections for the skilled job crisis, skilled workers crisis as well, where humanoids could step in. And as I said, Elon Musk is talking about this, that the population collapsed and that humanoids could help out here. I think every time that you know machines have taken over jobs, new jobs have been created. So I think that's probably quite likely of what's going to happen here. And there are a lot of jobs that humans really just don't want to do. Dirty jobs, hazardous jobs that humanoids could do. You know, and that would create other jobs because somebody's got to, you know, maintain the robots. It could be other robots maintaining robots, but I think it's more likely at first that there'll be workers, well, they have to be highly skilled workers that are maintaining the robots, monitoring the robots, even if it's remotely, repairing the robots. I mean, there have to be people go out to repair the robots. If one broke down in a factory or in a home, there have to be people come out to fix those robots. So there's a huge maintenance infrastructure that would have to happen if this ramps up just like there is with cars there's a whole industry based on repairing cars maintaining cars and so there'll have to be this global infrastructure for humanoid robots that's built up so when will it happen that remains to be seen it's going to take quite a long time for all of that to be put in place and be effective when and if it gets into mass production. Now number seven, we see an image here of robots working on a production line. A future is quickly approaching where humanoids bridge the labor gap. Discussions with humanoid engineers lead me to believe that Tesla will begin scaling Optimus production in 2027 at a projected initial manufacturing cost of $30,000 per unit. As he said, he's talked to people in the industry. I mean, it's a small industry at this point and probably not a great deal of engineers working on it. But he, as I said, he has invested in one human company. So he's talked to people working there. He's talked to some of the best engineers, I think. 2027, I think, is probably a good date. A lot of people are saying earlier than that. Elon Musk himself has said in the last earnings call, he thinks 2025 they'll be usable and actually selling to customers. He doesn't mean just working inside Tesla there, which I think is more likely to begin with. As demonstrations say that they can do this, they can do that. There's a lot of scope within Tesla for it to use humanoids to start off as well. But he's talking about you know, selling to customers. And I think it could be for a very limited task in factories and warehouses, as we saw at the beginning of 2024 now, I think in three years, the development will probably be there. It's more likely that 2027 starts ramping up, be more usual. But even then, even if there's a million robots, a million and a half robots that start to be made, then they won't be everywhere. They'll be hardly noticeable in many parts of the world, in factories, but in general public. I mean, I don't know if you'd see one walking down the street. It'd be pretty limited. There'll start to be a lot of interest in it. I think 2027 is more realistic and beyond, say 2030, at the pace that it's going. If there's bound to be a roller coaster of interest and development happen, and it is in conjunction with AI, which is moving pretty rapidly as well. So I think 2027 is going to be pretty interesting for when things start to happen. Number eight, breakthroughs in actuated tech and slashing humanoid costs and boosting their abilities paired with sensor miniaturization. We're seeing better balance and dexterity in robots. That's true with that Tesla bot. We can see that even though it's being operated. Plus the cost difference is stark. EV batteries run in the thousands while humanoid batteries are just hundreds and self-swappable. With AI and self-learning advancements, we're now on the fast track towards efficiently engineered 
high-functioning humanoids. The battery aspect is interesting that they don't need such big batteries as cars with EVs. Their battery is so expensive and it's so, such a big part of it for it to last any kind of distance or on a road trip. But with humanoids, as I said, it could be self-charging or when it's not working it could be like sitting on a charger having said that they do need a lot of power if they're going to work all the time but you can swap the batteries out there have been ev companies including neo that have swappable batteries where you drive a car in and swap it but you think this would be a lot easier now this is an interesting point because people have been thinking about buying the bots you know how much will they cost to buy but number nine he says tesla's likely to lease optimus bots not sell aiming for recurring revenue in a sector where early demand will undoubtedly exceed supply. Anticipating a lease condition of at least 16 hours a day for 355 days a year at $16.80 an hour, this cost model will be highly discounted to an employer's all-in cost of human employment, burdened by taxes and insurance. Expect discounts for greater than 16 hours a day to maximize use flipping the script on human overtime of course these numbers are speculation but it's possible that they could be leased it makes more sense they have this maintenance infrastructure where it's able to replace them you know if something goes wrong and if it's just leased for the year and tesla can make this recurring revenue which companies like a lot software companies like this recurring revenue it does make a lot of sense that they're not sold but they're just leased and the taxes as well and they could be taxed you know they could be taxed to make money for the government for a universal basic income for instance if they do start taking jobs or just you know the government wanting more tax they could tax each robot a certain amount we just don't know that's all in the future number 10 projected to start scaled production in 2027 by 2030 tesla could have 1.5 million humanoids in service at a 30k production cost per bot amortized over a six-year service life with Tesla absorbing an additional 5k for yearly maintenance. So thinking about the maintenance cost there as well, that's good. Each bot could generate 94k in recurring annual gross revenue, translating to 84k in annual operating income. This could result in 141 billion in revenue and 126 billion in operating income by the end of 2030. Of course, there are lots of varied projections here, but I think 1.5 million is something to aim for when they do get into mass production. By 2027, if it starts off, they started being useful. Then three years later, if you know we've seen Elon Musk ramp up things, he's managed to ramp up SpaceX with this production line of rockets, even cars, electric cars from zero. Remembering that Tesla is very experienced in ramping up production, which these other humanoid companies aren't they don't have the scaling experience elon musk has talked about how it's difficult production is difficult scaling up from zero to millions so they've done that before this is why i think tesla is in a prime position to be a leader in this because they've had scale production that's going to be the hard bit creating one or two or just a small production line in the lab is different to scaling it and elon musk is very good at that expert at that at this point number 11 tesla's optimus division has the potential to hit 10 trillion valuation based on operating pe ratio of 80 10 trillion just for this optimus division mind you not for the rest of the company as well plausible for rapidly expanding markets my projection chris says my projection assumes 1.5 million optimus robots 
will fill critical labor shortages in specialized sectors. Elon Musk envisions as many robots as the 8 plus billion people on Earth and even beyond with intergalactic humanoids, mining asteroids and setting up space habitats. Well, that's Elon Musk's projection. We know, you know, he's often much later there, but he does have this grand vision. I mean, 8 billion is a lot. That would have to be a long time in the future. Thinking about 2027 and 2030, I think, is as much to think about at the moment. If it really takes off and it's very successful, yes, then maybe that can happen much more in the future. But just thinking out to 2030 is hard enough. You know, Warren Buffett said it's very hard to project anything you know, next year for earnings, let alone what's going to happen years ahead. But, you know, Elon Musk is in the innovation business. So thinking about getting these robots in production by 2027, and then 2030 isn't that far away either. So I could see this happening. I think it's plausible based on the work that's happened. It is the next st stage of AI to have these language models inside robots and then go from there. So it's physical and software working together. Number 12, every big market opportunity has its challenge. China has set its sights on leading the humanoid robotics space by 2027. Plus humanoids need new training data and extensive client feedback. Loop testing faster isn't better. Political and regulatory risks are less than for autonomous vehicles, but still present for Tesla. These hurdles seem high, but not insurmountable. So this thinking about the US-China rivalry here, I mean, you know, China will be working on these too. We don't really know the regulatory problems that could happen, with, especially with putting robots inside homes and so forth. We'll just have to see as we go along. The government won't, won't ignore it, I don't think. Number 13, Tesla's Optimus has a unique advantage among the nine most recognized humanoids in development and its ability to leverage Tesla's manufacturing mastery AI experience and capital raising muscle for scale but this is a sector where a rising tide is sure to lift all boats. I think he's right here in that Tesla is in a really good position, better than those other companies, which are just small startups, but they probably will have backing from other companies that come in, maybe auto companies that, you know, copy Tesla to do the same thing. Where they're going from EVs to robots as well and have all that work together, just like Tesla. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest, but Tesla, I think, is in a very good position. They've innovated here. They'll be aware of what the other humanoid companies are doing. And they've got the brand recognition. They can get probably as much money as they need, way more than they need. Although you could see companies like Microsoft and Apple buying up other humanoid companies to compete. But Tesla is way ahead at this point in terms of being able to raise money, the innovation and scaling. Elon Musk can scale and, and Tesla's had a lot of sort of institutional business experience at scaling these factories, they could do that, I think. So they're in a very good position, perhaps the best position. Number 14, throughout modern history, warnings that automation would lead to higher unemployment have largely been unfounded. Tesla's Optimus is more than a robot. It's a step towards enhancing human work, heralding a labor and productivity revolution with the potential to usher in an age of abundance. So this is kind of techno-optimism here at its finest you know, saying that there's an age of abundance coming in and robots will really help with that. Its success in filling labor gaps could make a $10 trillion valuation by 2030 seem cautious, benefiting society and the workforce alike. So saying that $10 trillion valuation just for this Optimus sector in Tesla could be cautious, so really optimistic here. We'll have to see what happens. I'm not willing to project out that far, but... 
you know, as far as Tesla's concerned, it's definitely added a more of a string to their bow, quite a big one. And if it works, you know, I think it's more interesting than FSD actually, and perhaps EVs. You know, it's an area that I can see a lot of promise in, that's for sure, but we'll have to see how it goes. I wouldn't be willing to put this valuation of 10 trillion on it projected out like he has, but we'll just have to see how it develops in the next few years, I think. Number 15 in the final post, he says, are you excited or wary about the humanoid future? And he gives details to poke holes in his thesis, which I'm talking through here, commenting on. And disclosure, he's long. As he says, it's not financial advice, it's just educational, entertaining. Don't take anything that anybody says on the internet as financial advice. But I'm interested to know what you think. Do you think that this is going to become a reality? It's pretty speculative at this point, but there are actually starting to be working humanoid robots out there from not just tesla but tesla's in a good position let me know what you think in the comments i'll be really interested to find out now i've recorded some additional content about this one that's just for patreon i'll put a link in the description if you want to check that out it's about humanoid robots i'll talk about tesla my thoughts on tesla where it's going and the stock as well just my opinion but if you want to check that out, I'll leave a link in the description and hopefully see you over there. Now, if you're watching this video on YouTube, I'm going to put a link here to my previous Tesla episode about the recent earnings and also a link to a video that YouTube thinks that you in particular should watch next based on your history. It's liable to be related to this one. So go and see either of those now and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for watching or listening.